Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So I was talking to a friend, um, and also the word desire has been coming up so many places lately. I'm even watching a show that just like repetitively mentions like desire. Um, And yeah, some things that I'm reading or talking about like your heart's desire and kind of getting in touch with that. And that's why I was talking with this friend about it too, because it's a problem that he, I'm going to say problem, but it's kind of like, you know, um, following his heart's desire instead of the self-sabotaging stuff where you don't because of all these other reasons, you know, um, is tough for him. But even like getting in touch with what his desire actually is, is tough. And sometimes it seems like it's tough because he desires so many things that it's like, how do I know which one I really desire? And I mean, of course, there is no such thing as only desiring one. You probably desire them all and you should or else, you know, you're really, um, as according to one of my other books, it's like lacking life, you know, because desire is the substance of life kind of where you're alive if you desire things. Um, So... No, I mean, that fallacy of like having to pick one thing that you desire, even like with careers and things like that, I I don't subscribe to that. So that's not what I mean. But what I do mean is he does have sometimes difficulty, like kind of getting lost in a swirl of them. And he thinks they're all his desires, but sometimes they might not all be his real heart's desires. Um, Some of them may, a handful, a lot of them may, but some of them not. So sometimes his difficulty comes in that kind of way and then other times um his difficulty and my daughter's too she has this one a lot too comes from like I don't hear any of my desires like I don't know what I'm interested in kind of that kind of thing um does nothing speaking loudly to me as a desire nothing standing out like I don't know and you know that happens to all of us that's why I was like well man let's you know when we talked about it and kind of came up with some interesting points I was like all right I'm sharing because I need to remember this myself we were talking about like okay so there's a metaphor in this uh when you are expressing what you want to someone, I mean, let's say Santa, (laughs) right? I mean, or something like that. And you're like telling them the things that you desire and they never bring them or help you with it or act like they've heard or, you know, they never follow what you've requested. You're going to stop telling them what you desire. And so we were kind of using the metaphor that the heart is the same way. He very often, and my daughter, this might be true for her as well, very often doesn't act in accordance with what his heart desires. He kind of pushes it to the side or doesn't listen or like goes with obligation or something else first. And so what happens is, you know, this is no big uh, shock or whatever. I I think I've read other books that say the very same thing where it's like, oh, well, you know, so your heart's going to stop telling you what it desires or it's just going to kind of whisper it or it's just not going to be as important to like let you know what it desires because you don't ever do anything about it anyway. It's kind of lost track trust in you listening and so it doesn't speak to you if you're not going to listen people stop speaking again more metaphor where it's like absolutely we all know that and it's like if somebody's never listening to you you're not going to waste your time trying to talk with them and that's just going to like slowly decline you know and very similarly with your heart you know if your heart you know if if your heart is not being listened to it's not going to talk and that's kind of what is happening when no strong desire is showing its face. They're not hearing a loud voice 
of desire and they're like, I don't know what I'm interested in. And those, I think, are plausible explanations for those moments. But then in addition, sometimes because nothing is speaking loudly and or maybe just like there's a quiet hum for lots of things or maybe they're just in a different mood that day and they kind of do feel like they want to do stuff or they're just kind of fed up with not doing the things they want and so then they just like kind of get overwhelmed by all the things that they do kind of want or have wanted at various times because they've put all of these things on the back burner, you know? And so then they pile up where it's like, well, I kind of wanted to be a musician and I kind of wanted to be a mathematician and I kind of wanted, you know, like all these things. And of course, I'm mentioning career stuff, which is probably unfair because like I said, that that area of life is so dominated by fallacies about, you know, like choosing a career. and But anyway, uh, you know, it's just an example of, okay, you've put a lot of the things you wanted to do, maybe travel or what you put them all on the back burner. And then, you know, they all accumulate there and you've wanted them at one time or the other, but nothing really speaks loudly anymore. Because like, you know, they were your heart's desires at certain points, the heart said yes to them at certain points, but are they still there? How is how do I know? I mean, I they all just sound like quietly a yes at this point nothing's loud anymore the heart's not really talking to me it doesn't even hardly trust me because I don't usually listen and um you know where do I sort this out because it does it gets overwhelming like when you get to that place where just like oh I feel so awful my heart needs to do something it desires and not but like what do I even pick at this point because there's so many that are backlogged or even just like ones that you think should sound interesting to you but you don't hear anything in particular just like yeah it, it mentally sounds interesting to me but I, I don't know if my heart's into it, you know, or if it still is, if it ever was, you know, just those kind of questions, too, which I know people deal with a lot where they're kind of sorting through the things that they like or have liked and want to know if those are still alive or even if they're just searching for prioritization because, you know, it's like I want to act on my heart's like strongest desire right now. And even though these are all desires, how do I know which one's the strongest desire? And, you know, how do I fish around in there? Again, it would help <laughs> if your heart was willing to talk to you because you guys had that trust going. I think, you know, that that helps a lot. But another thing that we just kind of came up with and I was like, oh, you know, that's a, that's I mean, it's it's not like shockingly new, but somehow things like that can still seem shockingly new where you're like, oh, you know, I haven't kind of put it as simply and basic as that. But that is a pretty good rule of thumb. So it was just the simply that if he would be willing with no outside motivation and I've you know, there's are books and books about this my brother was telling me one uh recently i never read it but it was about you know intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation okay yeah absolutely intrinsic motivation is a deep deep important element but i'm trying to make it even more simple than that it's not just a matter of like are you intrinsically motivated to do it without extrinsic like motivational factors a little bit. I'm, I'm, that's close to what I'm saying. But it's kind of like, you know, there's this other element. My daughter has this too, where she thinks that like, well, I want it to happen or it's a desire of mine, but I'd have to have other people to get it to work. And I'm all about interdependence. We do need each other. You can't just be an army of one. So I'm not saying anything contrary to that. But there is this extra zone where people's minds can go, where it's like, okay, you know, if you really want to be a musician, but you're not 
going to practice music by yourself, uh, you kind of need somebody else to have asked you to participate in their band. And, you know, they have to set up the meeting times and you'll show up, you know, like that kind of thing. And I know some people just need like discipline and structure. So there's a little bit of that involved in there, too, that I'm willing to like head nod and like account for. Yes, that's fair. But ultimately, if it's like you're kind of wanting that to happen, but you are hoping to kind of ride on the tails of kind of somebody else's energy a little bit, you know, because they're going to come up with the band name or only with the group. You know, you want your uh, idea on the band name to count, but you don't want it to be all on you because that would feel like, oh, no, I just, you know, y'all help me. You come in and some little moments. That's okay. But in general, if it's like you wouldn't wake up and come up with your own band names for fun and you wouldn't, you know, play music unless the band was playing with you, you wouldn't have the discipline to do so. Um, it would kind of just like fall off of your radar. Then, yeah, that's not the loudest desire then, you know, I mean, it's not the loudest one that you should probably act on most immediately doesn't mean you'll never get to have it doesn't mean it's a not legitimate desire but you know if people are looking to prioritize because in this case with my friend he was it's kind of like you know what's the thing that I should really be giving the most of my energy to right now like if I have only this amount of energy like you know what's the thing that I could do that would have the most impact um, on getting towards my heart's desire or feeling like where I'm regaining trust with that. Again, I'm not self-sabotaging. I'm taking myself in a direction that's going to feel alive and good for me. Um, and yeah, that's like exactly. I mean, when you have worked yourself out of the zone of alive, you don't have tons of energy. So you need to know how to maximize getting towards feeling alive and good again um, with what little energy you have or, you know, just like what's going to be the most impactful, fast acting kind of path and that's kind of going towards one that's the most strong a strong heart desire maybe or maybe it is just like an intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation because if you've got the energy within you to do it then that'll get you there faster right because you don't need all these other things that you have to coordinate from the outside but I am arguing that also the thing that you have the energy for inside of you intrinsically is most likely the heart's deepest desire, you know, uh, the one that's the strongest, the loudest voice, um, because you will take or find whatever energy you've got in there and uh, put it forward. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, like not some grand deal, just kind of a thing that was a nice reminder and seemed like a solid indicator. Uh, yeah, if you are willing to do it yourself. I mean, if you're, you know, oh, I whatever, want to travel, but you're not willing to kind of take the steps, like you don't have a trip planned, you just want travel to come into your life, you know, you just want like work to start telling you that you need to travel to these wonderful exotic places, or you're just thinking that like when you're in a relationship with someone um, that loves to travel too, you guys will put it together and you'll get to travel, And but like if you're saying you want to travel, you know, it would have to be something where if you're really trying to say like, okay, this is like 
one of my heart's real, true, prioritized desires that I should be taking action on or whatever. It, it would have to be that, yeah, you were wanting to travel and you really did look at travel sites or where the best places to go are. You were like putting money aside or trying to plan how you could do that. Or maybe you were like learning another language to get prepared for that. Or, you know, maybe you were participating in some whatever online groups about travel or, you know, things that are you trying to take action and have that intrinsic motivation coming forward. And if you don't have those, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want to travel. Although <laughs> it kind of means that it's not one of the top desires. And it also might mean that you don't really want to travel. It might. Uh, it might mean that that's just like something that you've glorified or sounded good or your brain thought was a good thing, but, you know, it's not actually something your heart really wants because you're not taking action towards it. There's no intrinsic motivation. There's no energy come unless other people were pulling you along. And in that case, it's kind of unfair to gripe about it or to ask the other people to pull you along or even to torture yourself. It's kind of unfair to torture yourself with this desire and this like, oh, I'm never getting to it. And like always feeling slighted or incomplete because you're not getting to it because there's a very good reason you're not you know it's not in that top priority it's not something that is a deep enough desire to where you're willing to act on it without the forces of other people or outside factors and like that's a really good reason not to do it isn't this not to torture yourself or like um it's a really good reason let's put it this way it's a really good reason to get clarity here. You know, I don't mean not to do the travel. I meant not to tell yourself you desire it or aggravate yourself in that way of like, I desire it. I'm Because to get clear on what you really do desire and what is in that lesser category, what or what isn't even a desire really at all. It was just a mental exercise of what you thought you should desire or maybe it's like what other people think is cool it was just an idea that you thought you might like you know but like getting really clear on do I really have a deep internal desire for this like where my energy is coming forward towards it or not and maybe I do but it's in the in-between category it's like not one of my strongest ones uh, but like getting clear on those prioritizations of the desires even I think is smart and helpful because not only does it kind of get you to where you want to be feeling alive and good faster, but it also like shaves off a lot of extra torture where you're just kind of, you know, down on yourself for not getting to do the things um, that you mentally desire, but, you know, save yourself some anguish. <laughs> like maybe if you sit there and look at it from a standpoint of real energy, you know, your energy doesn't ever go there. So, you know, it's, probably not a real desire or maybe not maybe not a real desire inquire and find out by observing your real actions and stuff so anyway just like I said thought it was something that just like a good rule of thumb and you know something worth keeping in mind when those struggles come up because they come up all the time for everybody or at least that's my impression too I mean even people that do listen to their hearts um, and have like really strong desires coming forward they still 
you know, or get into these places of like, well, which one's my priority, you know? Um, so that is what I had to offer. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.